1: Day, June the 21st, and this is Red Sea Roundup. I am your host, Pam Marvin, the host of the day. Our producer today is Thaddeus, and joining me also in studio is Dennis. Good morning, guys.
2: Good morning, Good morning Pam. Good morning. How are you, Pam?
1: I'm doing awesome.
2: Well, I tell you, the devil is working pretty hard <laughs> overtime for this show, so I'm looking forward to the second half of this show yeah, me and too. the first half as well. But I, we're. <laughs> There's all kinds of fun things that are happening with the uh with the electronics at one tower side and, and beverages here in the studio and and <laughs> you could smile at Thaddeus.
1: Yeah. He's so, like, nope, not smiling.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of things that are happening. So keep us in prayers because the devil is hard at work and trying to uh get us down, but it's gonna be okay because there's lots of great things that are going on. In Red Sea Catholic Radio land, absolutely, and we got some rain on the the southern parts of our listening area here in the Brazos Valley. Mm. Not certain about Central Texas. If y'all got any rain from this trop- acti- tropical activity, but I think Palestine might be getting a little bit from it as well. So
1: awesome. I we know, can only it's, hope.
2: It's been pretty dry lately.
1: It's been so refreshing for sure. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah.
2: God bless those that are toward the Houston Galveston area that were were experiencing some uh some flooding cuz it was pretty pretty heavy mm. rain there, so
1: Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, um, I want to go ahead and start talking this morning about just all those things that, um, are interesting and noteworthy through the radio station and kind of around our community. Um, the one thing that I'm, I'm really praying for is as, uh, we say adieu to many of the pastors in this area, I want to just say a heartfelt thank you to, uh, Father Ryan and uh, Mm -hmm. Father Jared, both who, uh, have just had a real special part a, has played a special part in my life and in my heart. They may not even know that, but that is indeed the fact. So I just want to just say thank you, just a heartfelt, hearty thank you. My prayers will go follow you wherever you are, all the days of your life. So mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you to those priests.
2: Lots of priest changes. We've mentioned a bunch of them in the past. I know Father Raj is 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 moving on. Um, gosh, uh, Father uh, Father Ryan will be going to St. Louis. Uh, as their new pastor. So he's staying in our listening area. You know, Father Jonathan Frells is up in Palestine and mm. he's still a fairly new pastor there. So there's been changes all around the state. So wow. Father John Gazzaldo will be moving from St. Louis and he's been a, a big anchor for the Waco community. So lots of movement, lots right. of movement around from Temple to, to Waco and, and Clean and a whole lot of changes. See,
1: they're just going to go spread the the love and devotion to Catholic radio, Dennis. I, I believe that.
2: That's my hope. Yeah. That's my and, hope.
1: And Father Jared is going to go and uh, be there with my beloved priest, um, at Father St. Thomas More. Father Michael O'Connor. Mm-hmm. I'm near, I have a special at that place and in, in my heart for him as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I have family at that church. So they're going to have two outstanding priests at St. Thomas More in Austin. That's a pretty big parish. Oh, awesome. You know, speaking of parishes, can I bring up an event that Jeez, I see in front of me? yes. St. Joseph's in Elk is having their annual picnic. It's coming up on Sunday, June 24th. That's just around, that's like, uh, what, this next weekend, isn't it? That's coming up in a few days. So uh, that's going to be uh, 13 miles to the east of Waco off Highway 84, if you don't know where St. Joseph's in Elk is. But they're having barbecue brisket plates for a $10 um, that's going to be from eleven to two. They're going to have an auction there at one p.m. They have bingo games for ten cents. <laughs> that's they're not looking for a money maker. That's no, just a fun maker right there. But sure. they've got sausage and, and a country store, uh, children's games, ice cold beverages. You know, I'm not sure if that's just. Soda water Or if that's uh, You know <laughs> Any
1: adult beverages Available Maybe sure. maybe,
2: maybe You know uh, yeah. Raffle prizes Totaling over $2,000 oh So it's uh, they, they say it's Entertainment for the Entire family With a raffle After the auction So that's the Annual St. Joseph's Catholic Church Picnic In Elk okay. Coming up this Sunday June 24th And that's going to Be starting around 11 o'clock Is when their meal Is going to be Starting so The fun happens For a while After that
1: Yeah. Well, if you're closer around to the Bryan College Station area, you know, summertime is such a good time to get in there and and work on detachment and minimalism so you can give your stuff to all these great garage sales. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There is a lot coming up. Right. So on Saturday, August the 4th, the Catholic Family Fraternal or KJZT will sponsor the 20th annual community charity fundraiser garage sale at St. Joseph Elementary School. This is an early reminder. If you're cleaning out your garage, storage area, or closets this summer, to please save and donate your good, usable items to this cause, and the proceeds will benefit benefit several profit nonprofit entities, including Saint Joseph Catholic School, Forty Days for Life, and
2: Red Sea Catholic Radio.
1: That's right. What's the
2: date on that again?
1: The actual uh, the 20th annual on August the 4th. Yeah. So let's see, um, the gym will be open to accept items on Thursday, August the 2nd, and Friday, August the 3rd, before the sale. Much help is needed, so you can also volunteer for that if you want to.
2: You know, one thing that I, I've learned in the past is that the, the national, I'm sorry, the, it's not a national, it's a state organization. The state organization of KJZT actually matches the funds for that garage sale. That's day. why we've been able to be such great beneficiaries of the funds that come in Because it basically is double your money So, I mean, oh, it's it's amazing
1: That is wonderful I love
2: that garage sale, not only because we are a, a beneficiaries of it But it it serves a community in need And, and yeah. they, they really keep in mind the community around there Because the prices are very fair So... That's great. I mean come visit the outside because that's where w- I'll be. We'll make you a bargain.
1: Well, why do I have such a hard time? I mean, I don't have any trouble boxing everything up. It's just actually getting them into the car and down to the the place. <laughs> it's so difficult. Well, I
2: tell you that it's a very friendly garage sale. We have lots of helpers on, on this one to help carry things out uh to your car, to and from your car when you deliver it. So it's um it's Just a great great event so we appreciate The KJZT doing that for us every year
1: Do you know if they have people with pickup trucks who come Pick up large items
2: I don't know Stay tuned for that Uh, I'm sure large Items
1: maybe that's me (laughs) Yeah, If
2: there's a really large item then we Think it might be of of value there there Might be arrangements for that but I'm not Certain if that's something that this This event is maybe not as um, Large scale As some of the other one other uh, I think they might have done that in the past but can't answer for sure if that's something yeah. we do. So,
1: well, I know this um, on Father's Day this past week, in the Saint Thomas Aquinas had theirs, and I hear that it went quite well. Yeah,
2: there was a lot of people there, so um, it was uh, my my fa- Well, it was on Father's Day. It was the day before. It was yeah, Darby the Saturday. Yeah, my wife's birthday. So she, uh, happy birthday, oh, Darby.
1: It's Thomas's birthday. Hey, Ooh, how about that birthday buddy. Well,
2: it's it's it was a good event. A lot of people there. A lot of crowded, uh, just just aisles and. A lot of bargains being made So awesome. a whole lot of good things going on in, in area parishes And Do you have anything else for the local? I know uh, we want to congratulate Palestine yes. on their 125th Jubilee Just recently celebrated So congratulations to them They had an incredible mass And celebration afterwards uh, Their bulletin stated that They had a really good attendance And they just really appreciate All the people that volunteered And gave of their efforts It was a very holy and a very uh, bonding and very uh, wonderful event for their community So congrats to, as Thaddeus calls it the, uh, the Holy Land of East Texas or of Texas in general Palestine
1: Yeah, that's awesome And
0: Dennis, talk about the success that St. Anthony's had At uh, a recent event that you got to participate in We had the relic celebration
2: on, on the feast day of St. Anthony Aww. On the 13th of June And so we had a procession around about a five, six-city block area, and uh, we had good attendance about— Second about,
0: procession since they've had the right. relic in, in residence. The
2: first mm. one was the installment of the relic. This one was the celebration of the St. Anthony Feast Day, and so I got to be an adult altar server carrying part, one in the corner of the canopy over the uh, reliquary of St. Anthony of Padua. Mm. And so, yeah, mm. he was right there with us and had— Lots of altar servers, a lot of uh, congregants that were walking the procession, had an Indian drum line from Austin that came through. It's one of uh, Father Joseph's favorites. And so we had a a great turnout, great mass, followed by a wonderful
0: dinner there Mm -hmm. with the community. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was very nice. And speaking of another kind of community event over in Lot, Texas this weekend, June 23rd, 24th, another barbecue cook off church picnic at Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Lot. Yeah, if you Saturday, don't... they're going to have live music uh sign up for their barbecue contest, a margarita contest at 7:30. Oh. Games for Kids starting at 6 p.m. This is wait, on Saturday. Wait, margarita contest? <laughs> a margarita like, contest. Drinking that's, or
1: preparing? <laughs> I think maybe a little bit. Probably of
0: judging You know <laughs> who has the best margarita recipe. Ah, so that's, that's at 7.30 on Saturday, live music dangerous. on Saturday. That's way then cool. Then you get over there again on Sunday morning, uh, starting at 9, and you get, you're get judging for the barbecue contest kicks off. You get games for the kids, a general store, and starting at 11 on Sunday, you can buy that barbecue that had been just judged, $10 a plate, dine-in or to go. And then you got a live auction from one to two. So this coming weekend, you can hit lot and elk. uh, Elk. For church picnics, yeah, wow. lot
2: is at the corner of highways 320 and 77, just to the southwest of Marlin. So, oh, that's if you're cheap. coming that's south on 77 from Waco area, or north from the Bryan College Station area, you'll hit lot. It's between the the
0: metropolises of Chilton and Travis. So, as I've been saying, head on over for. A lot of fun At the Sacred Heart yeah. Church I picnic I appreciated that I we, did, did. we did parish yeah. presentations out there And you know
2: what I appreciate them because they gave A lot
1: <laughs> you can, I'm stuck Help me Silence <laughs> With these you, got a,
0: you got a lot out of there didn't you
2: <laughs> Yeah I don't think they have any elk trees in lot though mm. Maybe elm they do trees. Okay. But that's elm trees Elk would be a A type type of of animal. animal. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I just need to get off the air now. Hey, one thing that we do need to bring up um, that isn't as uh, fun to talk about, but it's something that we know God has put on our heart, is our financial need at, at Red Sea Catholic Radio. We are still facing a monthly deficit of our operations. So if you're listening to us now and you haven't given for a while or never, We ask for you to consider the blessing that Red Sea Catholic Radio is in your life. Uh, We've gotten quite a few wonderful testimonies from Catholics and non-Catholics alike. So people of all stripes are listening, of all beliefs, are listening to Red Sea Catholic Radio. And and Pam and I and and Thaddeus were talking about the divisions in our society just before the show. And one great thing about Red Sea Catholic Radio uh, is that it is an antidote. To those divisions in our society So, so many true. people are switching over From their former staple of, of talk radio Or sports talk radio Or NPR Or you know whatever it might be To the beauty of what they hear On Red Sea Catholic Radio Amen. Because it is an antidote As Thaddeus brought up the other day to the, To the ills of our society It really has been a way To bring people together uh, we've heard a Catholic speaker speak recently to a, an actual non-Catholic event, a Veritas Forum here at Texas A&M. Professor Budziszewski, who's been on our airwaves, was asked the question of how do we bring the, the the denominations together, the divisions that are within our church, from non-Catholic to Catholic to just all people of all faiths? And his answer was, talk to one another.
1: Oh, amen. And.
2: That is something that was just screaming. I wanted to get up and just say, listen to Red Sea Gallic Radio, to everyone in that room. It was about a 1,000 people. Well, no, about 700 people in that room, but it was pretty full. I wanted to shout to them all, please listen, because it is a beautiful way to bring people together of all denominations to talk peacefully and charitably and merciful, mercifully right. to one another about topics for which they completely disagree.
1: But I want to encourage that, you know, given that I have the experience recently, well, it's two years now, but I work in a, in an environment that, you know, I got to step outside of my Catholic bubble a little bit because i was right. so used to that. And I love my workplace. I absolutely adore everyone that works there. They are, all have servant hearts. And it's really been stretching me to just love them where they are. Where we should And we talk about what all unites us So I yeah. really connect a lot of those people That like, oh, that really love Jesus So we really connect and hit on all cylinders And I think that's, um, you know Always focus on all those things that unite us mm-hmm. More than really divides There's us There's a lot Far fewer <laughs> There's a lot again
2: I can use the so word lot
1: You guys Oh my goodness <laughs> Sorry no. I
2: use the word lot again Because that's you got to so. go to that picnic But there is a lot <laughs> <laughs> that, that that unites yeah, us
1: So much more And and I think that What we all need One of the things that, um, Is that lifting up Each other On the day-to-day basis Because you know We all have a tendency to to, to to notice the negative stuff In our lives better Yeah But we need to start Focusing on the positive And one of the ways To do that Is to listen To yeah. KEDC You know Oftentimes if uh, when I'm in the community and I, they say, well, you know, Pam, well, what do you do to keep, you know, what are, what are the things we can do to, to keep continuing and grow in our faith? And I always say formation, and you get that by listening to Red Sea Radio. Yes, yes.
2: So you can listen in online as well, and you can also download our app. If you go to the App Store and type in Red-C, the letter C, radio, either K-E-D-C or K-Y-A-R, because we have two different localized apps And you can put them on your tablet, your smartphone, and they're really great. And so we thank God, one, for the station. We thank uh, Jesus for his intercession to get us online again here in our local community because we were working frantically on it in the 10 o'clock hour before the show. So thanks be to God for answering our prayers. And uh, we thank him for all the gifts he's given. And so what we're asking you to do is to step forward and give gifts to Red Sea Catholic Radio if you're not able to do a monthly contribution, um, we are asking for monthly contributions of any size, so anywhere you know five dollars on up to we've gotten as much as four or five hundred dollars per month from some people if they're of means. Uh, but we thank God for any contributions. But if you can't do that, one-time contributions are always welcome. We are facing a deficit on our monthly operations of around twenty-nine hundred dollars now. That is significantly down from around thirty-five hundred dollars. Uh, a couple of months ago And so we're asking people to step up And give what you listen to every day Give to Red Sea Catholic Radio To be able to keep us on the air So we don't have to face that monthly deficit Of our operating costs And so the operating costs are what keeps us going And on the air day to day Because there's quite a few uh, operational costs With electricity, internet, staffing mm-hmm. You name it mm-hmm. Envelopes, you know, <laughs> mailing. You know there's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that that uh, we need help with so if you're able to give any dollar amount per month we welcome you to go to our website at redcradio.org you can click on that donate button right there on that front page redcradio.org and give to us monthly and like i said if you can't do that monthly and can give it to us at a one-time cash infusion that will help as well so any little bit helps. We don't do radiothons outside what Relevant Radio does for their pledge drives. Um, we're very happy to be able to provide to you content all the time that is positive and uplifting and come to you on the breaks and times like this when we have our local shows to say we need your help. And so thanks yep. be to God, we're asking you for for your help. And if you don't know that there's a need,
0: we, uh, we can't receive your gifts. Okay. That is. And I think this ties in really uh well with what's coming up June 22nd through the 29th which is religious freedom week uh, yep. sponsored by the USCCB Red Sea Catholic Radio Catholic Radio in general is an important um, aspect of religious freedom in this country people expressing their religious beliefs not only the freedom to not not only the very limited freedom to worship, but the much more expansive uh, freedom to exercise their religion that Mm, is expressed mm -hmm. in the Constitution, in the Bill of Rights, that our religious beliefs inform how we live out our lives as citizens. And so I think it's very appropriate that if you care about religious freedom and you want to take an action... To uh, improve and protect religious freedom, like the conferences, the Conference of Catholic Bishops is asking us to do this week, this upcoming week, starting Friday. Great time to make that one-time donation to Red Sea Catholic Radio or yeah. become a monthly subscriber. It's a way to put your money where your mouth is. That religious freedom is something that matters to you. Is something mm-hmm. that you see that needs to be protected, and you want to see it be flourishing um, here in Texas and here in the United States. Indeed. So please Thank you. consider making that donation this week as part of observing Religious Freedom Week coming up June 22nd through the 29th. Money not only where your mouth is, but where your ears are.
2: So with that, we're going to go to a local break here,
1: and we're going to move forward with our next guest. Pam, who is that going to be? Christian Stravinsky with the World Apostle of Fatima and enthronement to the Sacred Heart of Jesus.
2: Thanks be to God. We'll be right back with Red Sea Roundup.
1: Welcome back. So I have to say, part of my pause at the beginning of the show and now is because they've changed up all the bumper music, and I had no idea, so I'm like, what's going on? But Welcome back to Catholic Radio.
0: That's the great Kyle Sincouli.
1: Oh, I love it. He's a
0: Waco local Waco Catholic artist. Oh, even better. So we've been using He's graciously let us use his music for our Red Sea Roundup bumpers. Oh, that's gross. sorry I didn't get the memo, Pam.
1: That's okay. I'm so happy to hear this new stuff. I've been like, yay!
0: But you know, today is a little, it's a little bit of a blue day because it's rainy here. And but that's appropriate because we're talking to someone who's affiliated with the uh, Our Lady's Blue Army, right? That's right,
1: Kristen Strawinsky. Yes, Kristen is here. Are you there, Kristen?
3: I am. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, How you're so you? welcome. Yeah, oh I'm no, happy. no, thank you. Thank you for what you do, um, spreading this devotion to the Sacred Heart. And to the enthronement, which you know, wow. I'm still surprised. Promoting it. Yes, yes, yes. I um, I'm still really surprised that people, lifelong Catholics and and what I consider really devoted and devout Catholics, who are still not as familiar um, with these home enthronements. But um, before we start, I just want to say, um, Kristen, bear with me. I want to say a little prayer as we begin the beginning of this section with you. And it is a, de- a personal dedication to uh, Jesus. So just just everybody pray with me in the name of the Father and the Son and the, Holy Spirit. and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, I give you my hands to do your work. I give you my feet to go your way. I give you my tongue to speak your words. I give you my mind that you may think in me. I give you my spirit that you may pray in me. But above all, I give you my heart that you may love in me, your Father, and all mankind. And I give you my whole self that you may grow in me, so that it is you, Lord Jesus, who live and work and pray in me. Amen.
3: Oh, Amen. What a beautiful prayer. Thank you so
1: much. I love it, and especially the one that says, I give you my whole heart. So um, I love that. <laughs> well,
3: that's what this is all about. Absolutely. That's exactly what this um,
1: devotion is all about. So. Well, I want to start this section um, just to, to talk just very briefly about the devotion itself. I mean, you cannot talk about it without talking about um, St. Margaret Mary. You know, she's the one that really started. So can you fill in a little bit of background just briefly on this, on her?
3: Sure. Um, St. Margaret Mary Aliquo had visions of Jesus um, speaking to her about the Sacred Heart. In fact, in June 1675, Jesus spoke to St. Margaret Mary Aliquo of the Sacred Heart. Jesus stated, There it is, that heart so deeply in love with men, that it's there no proof no means of proof wearing itself out until it was utterly Mm, spent mm. all i get back is ingratitude witness their irrelevances their sacrilegious their coldness and contempt for me in the sacrament of love what hurts me most is that hearts dedicated to my service behave in this way make solemn acts of reparation for the indignities i've received in the blessed sacrament while exposed on the altars of the world and i promise that i shall open my heart to all who honor me in this way they will feel in all its fullness the power of my love don't be afraid. I shall reign in spite of my enemies, in spite of all opposition. And that was from the writings of St. Margaret Mary of mm, This so At beautiful. the beginning of the enthronement, that's actually what is read. Um, it's called The Powerful Love of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and that's um, from St. Margaret Mary of Aliquo. So she kind of began this whole devotion along with some other saints um, to the Sacred Heart of Jesus.
1: Right, and so that's like, you know, would you say 1675, that was it came about? 1675. Around that, around that, yeah, so mm-hmm. it's been around for a long time.
3: And this month is dedicated to the Sacred Heart, so I'm yes. so happy that we're sharing this message
1: with everybody. Oh, yes, I'm actually going to tell my listeners I'm taking a little bit of a break from my theme this year. My theme, Kristen, this year has been human formation. So we've been talking with um, different religious in our community on uh, virtues, justice, and talking about things like root sin and things. But today um, on this June show, I was like, ah, I have to set all aside to try and speak even more about this home enthronement. So let's just take a second and talk about... Um, like your personal story with how you came about to have um, an enthronement done in your home, Kristen.
3: Sure. Um, actually, when I was a teenager, my mom and dad, they had their home enthroned to take the heart of Jesus. So it made a great impression upon me um, and my brothers and sisters. We had this ceremony done in our home by a priest, and it was a, it was a joyous occasion. And we were left with the images of Jesus and Mary to be um, displayed in our home. And, um, there was many graces from that. So because of that, I then had my home and thrones with my young daughter at the time she was, um, less than a year. And we had our home and throne. It was my birthday present to myself. I guess I asked my husband, can you please get our home and throne for my birthday? <laughs> and he said, of course. So we had our home and thrones, and we were, you know, newly married and just had this little beautiful daughter and, um, Monsignor Carter actually did our ceremony in the house. And again, I just was left with that tremendous peace in our home Mm. and just love for Jesus in my heart. And so I wanted to share that with other people. And I think when you, um, one of the graces when you invite others to your home enthronement, they get that in their hearts, too, and then want to have their home enthroned. So a friend of mine wanted to have their home enthroned then because of the fruit, you know, from being and listening to me talk about my home enthronement. And um, I saw the people that did this devotion in church after my father had passed. I went to Mass for him, and it happened to be the Feast of the Sacred Hearts. And um, <laughs> so I was there praying for my father, and um, I saw the, um, the Wodomskys who brought the statue of Mary to the home prior to the Um, mm. the Immaculate of Mary. And so I spoke to them, and I said, are you still doing enthronements? Because I have a friend that would love to have her son. And they said, you know, Kristen, we, we, um, they're not feeling well. They weren't sick. They hadn't done one in over a year. And I said, mm. oh, my goodness. Well, what can I do to help? So then um, the next day, because the feast days fall side by side after the Sacred Heart of Jesus on the Friday, the Saturday, the next day was the Feast of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And I had contacted Ann Sh- Cher, who was the World Apostle of Fatima Home enthronement Coordinator at that time. And she also lived in PA. And I said, Anne. My name is Kristen, and what can I do to help you? I heard you need help with the home enthronement, And so that's kind of how my whole um, part, part in all this began.
1: Right. So do you um, get to speak on it very much, especially in the month of June? I mean, I know I'm, call- I'm always calling you. I'm knocking on your door
3: each June saying, Kristen, how's your year been? Yes, um, I do uh, promote the devotion on our, we have a World Apostle to Fatima website. And I receive phone calls, my number's on there. So I I talk to, um, you know, probably about 100 or so people every year in regards to getting their homes enthroned and helping them in their area get that started and established. So whether it be to contact the priest, and um, we have a kid on our website, too. So I lead them in the direction to help them get their home enthroned. But I have spoken on the um, Mariani show last year as well on the radio. So this is my third radio Um, show. So I'm very happy that I can talk to you about that again.
1: That's awesome. And I want to just take a second and give our call-in number in case anyone has questions about home enthronements to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Our number to call in is 855-683-7332. If you have any questions for Kristen about the the Sacred uh, sacred Heart and enthronement, um, please give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about this uh, devotion. And so, um, now, there's one thing since last I talked to you that I didn't really know about, and, and now I ha- I'm in, in the desire to have it redone. I, I started reading that sometimes you're doing this um, every year. You have it renewed. Have you done that?
3: Yes. Yes. Actually, um, you are, you know, it's beautiful to renew your ceremony on joyous occasions, on sorrowful occasions. You can renew your consecration to Jesus and Mary. Um, The prayers that you had said at your enthronement can be renewed. You can actually have it conducted again if you wish. I moved, so we had the ceremony conducted again, and I I now have four children. So they all were able to partake in that ceremony. Mm. To to constantly renew yourself, and even if you can, in front of the images in your home, pray the rosary together, and um, that strengthens your relationship with Jesus. So that's beautiful. Did you have it done again?
1: No, no, no. Um, I started, I've had to see, we're going to get into some of our stories here in a minute. And part of my story is that I just had this, I've had this very overwhelming feeling that, um, Christ heart has been calling people into my home. So I've had people live in my house a lot since my enthronement, um, some permanent, some temporary, Um, but after having so many visitors, I started to kind of feel that desire to have it done again um, kind of as a little bit of a reboot, so to speak.
3: Yes. No, that's beautiful, and that that can certainly be done, so that's awesome. That's awesome that Christ is using your home in that manner with so many people.
1: It's, yeah, it's really, it's been such a blessing. And I'll talk uh, about more of those stories here in just a second. But um, last year when we talked, you had some really amazing stories that you told about um, really miraculous things that had happened about and around homes and the people who had the sacred heart um, enthronement done. And can you Mm -hmm. tell us some of those stories? Maybe there's a new one. Maybe there's just still such amazing way. We want to say it again this year.
3: Sure. Um, okay. So this year, there um, there's been many romans that have occurred, of course. Um, I just recently was at a home and I was speaking with the woman that was having her home done and very joyous home, welcoming. And, you know, as I was talking with her, um, she was sharing about how um, she has a very distressed relationship with her um, daughter-in-law. And in fact, that she's Kind of kept away from her grandchildren and whatnot um, so we prayed particularly for that situation because one of the promises of um, Jesus is that those that have their home and throne will have peace in their home so we were really praying for that intention um, another mm. one is with my own family I have a sister that um, she, I don't see her all the time when I do see her it is very joyous and so my mom we got together for her birthday and I did happened to see her. She lives locally, but I don't get to see her all the time. And we took this photo together. And in that photo, um, it was my sister that recognized it. There was a flash of light in that photo. And it, when you blow it up, it is a, the flash of light is the sacred heart. In oh my between goodness. Her, my mother, and I. So that to me was just a beautiful sign. And she recognized it. And then she w- started reading up more about the sacred heart of Jesus. So that to me was just a very precious gift to my own family. Um, There has been instances where I have been into homes or they have contacted me in regards to having some spiritual battle going on and um, evil spirit presence. And, in fact, I think I shared this story once before, but um, I have permission to share it again. So when she had this done in her home, she had some opposition from her husband, who was not a very strong Catholic um, man. And so at that time, in fact, he wanted to, um, separate from his wife. He didn't want to be in the home. He didn't want to be with her at that time. And so she went ahead and had this done and he was there and her stepchildren were there and they're like, what are we doing? And so I was explaining about Fatima and, um, and the home enthronement. And so the husband was listening. I could see that he was listening in and I said, well, you, you might be interested in a um, long time ago, there was tornadoes in our area in Albion, New York. And every home that was enthroned to the Sacred Heart of Jesus was untouched while neighboring
0: mm. homes
3: were completely destroyed. And um, so the, hus- the husband said, oh, my goodness, I wrote a book about Albion tornadoes, him or his father, I can't remember.
1: Wow. And
3: um, I said, oh, my goodness, well, look at this article. So he read the article, and he actually part- partook in the ceremony. And after that, it was him that thanked his wife um, because he felt whatever evil was in the home leave, and he felt the peace in the home and started to promote the devotion. So just many, many beautiful graces, and I never know what they're going to be when people have this done in their homes.
1: Right. Well, I'm going to share um, a little bit about what's happened in the last y- year. I guess, yes, definitely, since the last time we spoke. Now, last time we spoke, I, t- I had told you that my mother in law has come to live with us on a regular basis. And um, when people say, wow, she seems so different, I can only say, "Why? Well, that's pretty sure that's the Sacred Heart of Jesus working on her. Because. Yeah. Uh, and she's just, um, just really transformed and much more content soul than she's ever been. It's really quite beautiful, um, just by living day to day. But I do believe is that strong presence of Christ in his heart being there. But the other thing oh, that I happened think was Christ
3: can do anything, no matter what situation families are in. Right. I truly believe that this devotion can transform any situation.
1: So true. And I want to encourage people that maybe have troubled teens or um, young adults, even um, just, you know, the proverbial mess uh, to bring them back in, have the enthronement done, have them live under your home and love them and love them. with. Go ahead, Kristen
3: that's okay. Um, there's a family that just contacted me recently in our area that has a troubled teen. So as you were saying that, it just reminded me, um, we're going to actually have that enrollment done, um, in, at the beginning of July. And so with that, she, her teen was getting into, um, some sat- satanic things into her home. So she really wants to have this done with her family and, um, they were off to college and they kind of were led astray. So, um, I know that this is going to help this family in particular as well. So I can't wait to share, if you have me on again, more stories.
1: Yes. Um, it's probably going to be an annual thing. I feel, I, feel, I feel certain of that. And, and each year I kind of want to build on, on um, what we're actually making it a little e- ease, ease of access for people to um, actually get a home, home and enthronement kit and be able to um, invite their favorite deacon or pastor. I believe a deacon is just... Awesome too, Um, which is going to be in my home this weekend. That's why I started thinking about that. He doesn't know yet, but he will. (laughs)
3: Oh, well, good. Yeah. Well, I'll pray for you guys. That's awesome.
1: Thank you. Just to to renew it, just to renew it. Um, Yes, about it's been well, it's been over a year now um, that my my brother came to live with us. He lives out in California and just been, you know, falling on rough times with um, not having a job and. Um, when he came to us, you, you kind of tell there was like a disorientation, um, just an unsurety about him. And mm-hmm. it was, um, so we just happily welcomed into our home. And and I must say that he um, is not a particular person of faith, you know, because God puts us in families where we have people that can pray for us. <laughs> sure. And, and he um, he lived with us for 11 months. And during that time, um, the transformation I saw was truly of his heart. I came to know him better and to see the goodness and kindness remind him who he was in Christ. Um, of course, I'm not telling him like that. I'm like, you are. And I would remind him who he was and all these really beautiful things about himself and he so he got a part time job and worked and was just an awesome uncle to my children, and um, helped around the house and cooked for us. He loves to cook, um, and he just one day, oh, eleven months later, announced that you know it was, it was time to him for him to return and uh, he was going to get his little part time job back that he had over there and um, just get back to looking at his permanent job. So. When I spoke to him after he returned, his, the life in him was just completely different. He, we, we both did kind of talk about it being a proverbial reboot for him. He knew who he was. He knew what he wanted. He knew what it was going to take to accomplish his goals. And um, I I really, really attribute that to the enthronement of the sacred heart of Jesus in my home, to to really try and remind him who he was in Christ and and launch him back out into the deep, so to speak.
3: I, I agree. I think that we just have no idea, um, the amount of graces and, um, love that is poured out through the sacred heart of Jesus onto every single family member, every single person that enters our home. So So that's, that's awesome.
1: Yes. So true. I, you know, I want to just take a second when people are like, you know, Pam, you're talking about this enthronement, but you know, what does that really mean? Because the word enthronement doesn't make a lot of sense in these modern times because we don't have any thrones and stuff like that. So I want to just take a second of the, the, what profoundly touched me and, and Kristen, if you'd share, you know, kind of for you as well. Um, but for me, it was declaring Jesus Christ, the head and the heart of that household. I mean, in yeah. my mind, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of a daydreamer, so to speak, but in my mind, I just imagined Jesus' heart beating, you know, in the center of our home as what was the driving force in everything that we do and that we say and how we are, and that it should be that, and uh, to try and remind people as well, when they're not behaving in a way they should, our children. <laughs> I
3: agree. You yeah. know, that's beautiful how you, that's exactly how I feel about this enrollment. Um, it was well said by someone that had their home enthroned, a friend of ours um, named Bob, he, he cried after his family's enthronement, and he said, you, you know, Kristen, I felt like I just made like a sacrament with my family. There's no real mm. sacrament together as a family. We attend sacraments as a family, um, but it was that powerful that it, it moved him to tears because it's something that it unites you in prayer. And once you're a praying family, you're a domestic church, and you bring Christ to everyone, so it's it's very powerful. In fact, um, Saint Mother Teresa felt that the surest way to bring Jesus into the home was through home enthronements, and she would do mm. as many homes as she could in Calcutta. So That's me.
1: I did not know it's that. It's very
3: personal, though. When you invite him, Jesus will not force his way into your home. He wants you to be invited, and so when it's if it's placed in your heart, if you're listening to this radio station, I, I greatly encourage you to learn more. Um, to give us a call, to look on our website. And uh, my, my number's on there. You can call me anytime, and we'll, we'll let you know how you can get started.
1: Right, right. And, uh, and the website I have available for you is the www.bluearmy.com. Does that sound
3: right? Yes, that is correct.
1: That's beautiful. And so I want to— there
3: there is a link to Home enthronement. Okay. So we... you can listen to—you'll be able to listen to this radio— airing, um, as well as another one that was on. And there's lots of information on there. There's also the kit that you can purchase, and it has everything that you need to conduct the ceremony in your home, in your business, in your school, in your church. It can be extended beyond um, the traditional building of a home. It's really for um, your hearts, and Jesus wants to remain everywhere. We did school enthronements in our area as well. My, My children's school was enthroned at Our
1: Lady of Peace. You know, as we continue talking about this, and I'm just, you know, feeling all warm and fuzzy about imagining the heart, the sacred heart of Jesus, there are two two other images that are really seem to all go really hand in hand. One is... Um, divine mercy because of the way he opens up the cloak to reveal that mercy from his heart i feel like they're very very closely linked as well can you speak on that can you speak more on that as well because it just seems they're so profoundly linked because i can read from the diary and think oh this could just be sacred heart you know
3: i i agree i think many saints have had um, revelations to jesus's heart and just the boundless mercy and love that he has for us he has given us these beautiful images of the divine mercy of the sacred heart, and he greatly wants them to be connected and um, promoted alongside his mother's heart, her sorrowful and immaculate heart. And that's, that's why the Home enthronement Program through World Apostles of Fatima has the two hearts side by side um, from Jesus and Mary, because he actually, um, Jesus requested that his heart, um, this is words that he told um, Lucia, tell everyone that the heart of Jesus Wants the Immaculate Heart to be venerated at his side, so he wants our hearts to be venerated next to his mother. So I think that's very important to to tell as well.
1: Right. Yeah. To have the images side by side or just in the home, I think all of it really works. Yeah. I I have just one. A friend had got gotten me just for my birthday a year ago. Thank you, Diane Lacina, for my um, Immaculate Heart image, and then with the my enthronement, I had the Sacred Heart image, which I've had side by side for a long time um and the fatima connection is still so amazing so if i like just from what you said she during her um apparitions she was revealing to lucia to really try to encourage this devotion as well and that they are side by side
3: yeah Santa actually told lucia before she was dying i'm sorry so before Dying, Jacinta told Lucia, tell everyone that the heart of Jesus wants the Immaculate Heart to be venerated at his side. So um,
1: That's so beautiful.
3: You, isn't that awesome?
1: Yeah, it's almost just so profound. I'm sort of taking it
3: in a little bit because I'm going,
1: like, golly, just the, the imagery in my mind is like, oh, that's so, so beautiful. And um, the Fatima in general, since she said that last year, folks, I think that's like,
3: we should really probably listen. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It was the 100th year that we had just celebrated. In fact, I'm looking at this book um, that was given to me this year, too. I received multiple books. Um, from It says, We Concentrate Ourselves to Forever. And that song is in our program as, as well. And the sister that created that song had these pamphlets made up. And it's a beautiful image of Jesus and Mary holding hands together of the Sacred Heart and the Black Heart of Mary. It's so beautiful. I'll have to get that image placed on our website if I can. It's... Um, Just so... um, Yeah.
1: And if you wouldn't mind just sending to me and we'll put it up um, on our Facebook page at KEDC, Red Sea. Also, I want to just, you know... This was so beautiful, and I love when Jesus does this with me. So I have, you know, I I get the daily emails from Divine Mercy, and today Mm -hmm. is the wound in my heart. Yes. Can you believe that? I'm like, Jesus, you're so good to me. So I want to read this very brief um, meditation from the diary of Faustina, which just goes so well with what we're talking about today. It says, from all my wounds, like from streams, mercy flows for souls. But the wound in my heart is the fountain of unfathomable mercy. From this fountain spring all graces for souls. The flames of, my, of compassion burn me. I desire greatly to pour them out upon souls. Speak to the whole world about my mercy. So you can just see how his mercy flows directly from yes. his sacred heart. Just wow! like the yeah. images
3: of the sacred heart and the divine mercy image of Jesus. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank they, you for sharing that with all of us.
1: That just just ties, you know, the theme here in his heart and, and me just being you know, might by temperament anyway and fairly sanguine. It's it just resonates with me when I think about um, emulating the heart of Christ, having the eyes of Christ, having the heart like Christ. And what does that mean? That means, you know, the showing mercy to everyone and our faults and our, our shortcomings and, and with myself as well, but, you know, trying to love more like him because we love from our heart. So that that's, I don't know, that's, that's part of my personal walk.
3: That's awesome. And, you know, I think Jesus just places these people in our path that need, that need his heart. And so when you are united in a special way with him, like we're speaking about today through the home enthronement, um, you are actually bringing Christ to everyone that you meet. You're bringing his love, his peace, um, his, his graces that flow through you. So that's, that's wonderful that you um, are experiencing that in your home and, and in the people that you encounter on a day-to-day basis.
1: Well, I just really have such a... Um a heart, <laughs> no pun intended, or maybe so, to spread this devotion to the sacred heart, but indeed the enthronement. Um, I, I work um, in fertility care and I work with families and I believe that... Um, one ways to strengthen our families. We need all these tools. Our beautiful Mother Church gives us so many tools to strengthen families because we are the core of the society and the culture indeed. And one of these ways to strengthen the family is a home enthronement in your home. And I just really encourage you to visit uh, bluearmy.com to look at home enthronements, read more about it, Um, again invite your priest or deacon friend over to do this enthronement with your family it's really beautiful but you know we be remiss in our duties if we didn't talk about the 12 promises that Jesus revealed and I have them do you have them in front of you
3: I have them as well. Yeah, so please. Well,
1: (laughs) Well, these were made to St. Margaret Mary of Alacoque to the practice of devotion to his sacred heart. So so go ahead, Kristen, tell us more about this.
3: They've all been fulfilled, and people that have had their homes, I have witnessed this happen, so that's awesome.
1: Okay, so the first one is, I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. Do you want to read the second one? I
3: will will establish peace in their homes.
1: Mm. I will console them in all their troubles.
3: I will be their secure refuge during life and above all in death. Mm.
1: I will pour abundant blessings on all of their undertakings.
3: Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy.
1: There we go with the mercy, Kristen. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Tepid souls shall become fervent.
3: Fervent souls shall quickly mount to high perfection.
1: I will bless the homes where an image of my heart shall be exposed and honored.
3: I will give to priests the gift of touching the most hardened heart.
1: Those who propagate this devotion shall have their names written in my heart never to be effaced.
3: I promise thee in the excessive mercy of my heart that my all-powerful love will grant to all those who communicate on the first Friday in nine consecutive months the grace of final penitence. They shall not die in my disgrace nor without receiving their sacraments. My divine heart shall be their safe refuge in this last moment.
1: That's beautiful. I don't know about you, but First Fridays are getting pretty crowded in my community. How about you?
3: Yes, they are. We're doing lots of devotions as far as um, holy hours and masses, so it's very beautiful. In fact, my children, they started going to church on First Fridays at school. They, they go to a Catholic school, but I think it's just awesome that they're um, having these devotions um, throughout our diocese.
1: That's so true, and I I just want to encourage our listeners that um, if part of this show is really speaking to you today, that you will contemplate Christ's heart and His mercy and His um, unfathomable love uh, for you. I mean, that's, that is one of the main, um, I think, emphasis in my heart that's really been transformative to me as a Catholic for this past 26 years is when I started to realize that part of my duty was to let Christ love me and transform me. And he sure has done that through the sacred heart devotion.
3: And me as well. It's very true. So I pray that the listeners will find in their hearts to have this done for their, for themselves and for their families. Because Jesus so wants to love you in that manner.
1: So does. So yes, contemplate his heart contemplate um, his face, a holy gaze. That's one of my favorite prayers as well. They kind of kind of go hand in hand, <laughs> holy gaze and yeah. the sacred heart. So, yes, I um, mm-hmm. can't encourage enough people to look into it, look into it locally. I'm not sure if our local bookstores still haven't in packages, but um, they have in the past.
3: Also, if you have a Blue Army in your area, I would encourage you to contact them because they may mm. have some of these materials already. Um, that way you don't have to go out and seek them. Um, they can bring them to you. Like I help promote in our area, so, um, they will call me, and I will bring the materials to the enthronement and, and help set up awesome. in that manner.
1: Why don't you explain briefly what the Blue Army is? We've got about maybe a minute.
3: <clears throat> okay, well, the Blue Army was started, of course, through the Fatima message, and what we do is try to promote the message of Fatima, and under that umbrella is the home enthronement Program. So that's where I fall under in, um, in all of this. But back in um, the 1900s, when Mary did come to the Fatima children and revealed her love for all of us um, through them, this was created to honor her, to share her message with everybody.
1: That's just so beautiful. And uh, Kristen, I just, I just, I love when we get to be together, and I pray one day, if the good Lord wills it, that you and I will actually get to meet face to face. Because I feel oh, such I a so a kindred spirit in you, um, definitely. So I thank you for your work, your hard work, and God
3: bless you. Oh, well, thank Yours you. He has. Yes. Well. Thank you for promoting this you. Donation. I will pray for you. You please
1: pray for me. I will. Thank you so much, Kristen. And I just want to thank everyone for tuning in to listen to about the Sacred Heart. A devotion and the enthronement. But until then, I just pray that you will go and love your neighbor.
3: God bless you. Thank you, Christine.